Welcome to episode 5 of Lost Without Japan, a podcast based on Japan in your Lost Without moments. This is your director of travel for TKIC Studio Productions, coming to you with hopes and dreams of a return to travel for himself and others in summer 2022. I'd like to thank you for giving me a bit of your time today, and I truly hope this podcast finds you in a good place or on the path to a better one, no matter how it looks at this moment. My belief is that we can use a beacon like this in our lives to help guide us through these times, and my hope that Japan, along with this show, will become that for you. So go ahead, take a few deep breaths, and come along with me as we begin planning either your first trip to Japan or your return trip to Japan once travel opens back up to us. Getting you to Japan on either your first visit or return trip is definitely going to continue to be a focus uh, for this first season of talks. Today's episode will add on uh, a couple additional items to our last episode on things that I think can either make or break your trip. Um, along with a pretty good story on getting lost in Japan and why I feel one of these is definitely a necessity. I'm also going to look to share with you an amazing deal that you can still currently get for a hotel with a truly breathtaking view in Tokyo if you're looking to go next summer as well. Um, as, as well as talk about a couple different places that I look for deals and why now is a great place to begin looking. Come along with me on today's journey, and I feel that Japan has the very real possibility of brightening up not only your day, but being a location that's going to fill many of your Lost Without moments. First off, I want to continue to say a big thank you to our sponsor, K-Pop Kimchi Podcast. That super brief advertisement will go at the end of today's show, much like the last. And if you could, give them a listen and check them out. I know they'd appreciate it, as would I. Now, on to today's episode's topic. How are your continued steps doing? And a little bit about my Japanese. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. If you're returning Lost Without listener, thank you again for your time and for returning once more. First, how are those steps going for you? We've given a couple different things for you to do. Um, how is your dreams come true saving account going along? Doesn't matter if it's $5, $10, $15, keep those celebrations going for yourself. No matter how small that step is, uh, eventually it's going to get you to your destination. Little update on my Japanese studies. Uh, I definitely find myself in a better uh, spot than. I was last week and kind of going back in that right directions. And uh, my focus is going to be for a while, most likely, is on numbers and uh, telling time along with some date, uh, just some, you know, basics and things, but definitely going to take those step by step and keep on adding to it as we go along. So really, truly, I can't be uh, thankful enough that I have you uh, support in this journey and definitely want to be that for you. And just really telling those that you trust around you to help hold you accountable, help give you some support and some pushing, you know, when you need it. And having an amazing uh, teacher, uh, much like I do with Liku, an amazing talker, um, that website that I have for that, my weekly sessions with him, 
really helped keep me going in that right direction uh, when in the past I may have just given up and no me about it. I did. So here's to uh, some positive changes heading into 2022. So um, I uh, wanted to go ahead and tell you that I really um, want uh, to be able to support you and build a community that we can have that's uh, not only uh, for our Japan dreams, but really making those lost without moments. So feel free to reach out to me at lostwithoutjapan at gmail.com or at Instagram at lostwithoutjapan. So today we're going to start talking about our step three and a couple more items to bring with you on that trip. So I'm going to start us off, though, with a story and a couple of items to add to that list of items that you can get over time. Again, let's not have that sticker shock before we leave or after we leave because we're purchasing things. Space that out as much as we possibly can. So here we go. One of my things that doesn't matter where you're traveling to or where I go, after one of my uh, 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 most memorable memories of Japan and experience that I had, I won't go anywhere uh, without my uh, Pocket Juice Pro battery pack. And this is for charging your electronical devices, um, my phone, um, your headphones, other people's phones that are with you that may need it. Um, It's just really my, I can't leave home without it. And the one that I would recommend is at least getting one that is 10,000 mAh or larger. And it's a must-have because one thing if you've never been to Japan before is that you are going to be using Google Maps or Apple Maps, whatever map program that you're going to use, way more than I think you really would anywhere else in the world. I can tell you that when I in, was in Costa Rica, Belize, Guatemala, like all those different locations, yes, I would kind of check it, but I was either in a cab or bus or you know, kind of heading off in that direction, and it just wasn't as necessary. When you're hopping from subway to subway to bus to tram, you're on that phone constantly, and I can almost guarantee you that your phone isn't going to last you the day. Now, if you're traveling with others, you can split it up. Like, okay, I'm going to take the first round of trip, Okay, you're going to take the second round and then you're kind of using each other's uh, devices. So it's not just one. But even with that, I would really, really strongly recommend leaving with some sort of uh, charging battery pack that you can. And here's my reasoning behind it. So when I returned back to, to Japan in 2017 by myself, um, it was towards the end of my trip that I was in Tokyo and I was ready to head back home and started to have some post, uh, or I should say like a post-trip uh, worries, some pre-leaving worries that for some reason I was going to have an issue leaving Tokyo to get to Narita for my flight. And truly, that's not an issue. As easy it is to get there. Um, It is just as easy to get back. But I was just set on the fact that I'm like, you know what? I really want to be in Narita. I don't want anything to go wrong. I was traveling by myself. And it was really the first time that I've had any lengthy trip that was by myself. 
So I started looking into places to stay and was checking Airbnb, checking different uh, sites, trying to find something that wasn't necessarily a hostel, um, but not expensive in any way, stretch or form. Because at that point in the trip, I was spent. I had some money left over that I was looking to spend on a couple of albums, but really any big spending was done at that point in time. And I thought uh, that I had found a an amazing deal. I found a hotel um, that was a little bit outside of the main area of uh, Narita. And that little bit was actually more than what I thought it was. But I'm like, it's not a big deal. I can cab it back and forth. I'm just going to be going there. Um, I'll hit the mall, head back. And the gentleman that was that I booked my stay through said that he'd help me set up that cab to the airport and the cab to the mall. And I'm like, everything's good. And anywhere else on any other trip that I've been on, I've been able to show Google Maps um, a location, an address, something like that to someone, uh, be it a cab driver or another person. And I've been able to get to and from wherever I need to go. Never been a concern. (laughs) Well, I arrived at this uh, hotel and I have one of the only pictures I have of it that's up on the Instagram right now. And you can see a little bit of how it's run down, but let me tell you, it doesn't do it justice. I arrived uh, and was already kind of put off a little bit by how it looked on the outside. It was extremely run down. But again, at that point in time, I was like, okay, maybe the gentleman said we're going through some renovations, we're doing some things, and I'm like, okay, I just need a place to stay for tonight. How bad can it be? Um, Probably shouldn't have thought that. So I get uh, checked in, and he walks me over to this uh, room, this kind of standalone room. And I think at one point in time, these had to be just like business hotels, and maybe before the highway you know, was in that this might have been a more traveled route, but there is literally nothing around this hotel except for trees and other mountains. And so I get checked in, go in, put my things in my room. And let me tell you, um, I've never seen staples, yes, staples used before to help hold up wallpaper but they were in use for my room which apparently was the nicest of the rooms that were there and you're like okay you know some staples for some wallpaper ah you know i can live with that except for the fact that when i flipped the lights on to my place i heard scurrying and i'm pretty pretty certain that that scurrying was most likely bugs but maybe other things as well. Those lights, let me tell you, didn't go off for the remainder of my trip. I wasn't going to play the game of like, is something going to crawl on me or across me or I don't know. Oh, so I see that. And then I put my things on the bed. Uh, was like maybe the safest thing that I could see. And I looked down and the flooring was this mismatched squares put together 
like jigsaw puzzle of carpeting that when I, upon further looking at it, was actually carpeting on top of what was probably the existing carpeting. So rather than replacing the carpeting, they just put down carpet squares. And I can tell you, there was definitely some sort of mold that was on the walls. And I'm sure being covered up by that, the uh, squares. And it quickly became certain that I didn't want to have to spend a night, even one there. I was ready to go. So I look up on my phone and I was just going to count it as a loss. Like I've already paid for the night, but let's get picked up. I'll get driven into town, get some other hotel to stay at. And I start pulling up rooms online and there was nothing that was less than, I want to say like 250, 300, $350 at all at that point in time. Again, pre-corona, like, and it was definitely booked. And at that point in time, I did not have the $300 or $250 to spend on a hotel room um, at that point in time. And I was just like, you know what? It's for a night. The mall is still available. I've been to the mall uh, multiple times there. I said, you know what? Worst case scenario, I'm just going to head into town and I'm going to spend the bulk of my day there. And once I'm done, I'll come back um, as late as possible so that I'm pretty much just arriving and I will shower and sleep with the lights on if I'm able. But it'll give me a place to stay. So the gentleman that was running the place was good to his word. He ended up getting me a taxi to the mall that I was looking to. And probably could say like a good thing might have been like, hey, trying to set something up for the way back. Um, but I don't really know that that was an option. Uh, so we get out there. I get to the mall. I'm happy to be out of the worst hotel room I've ever been in my whole life. And I'm just walking around kind of soaking up Japan in that last little bit, seeing families together. Um, I'm missing my kids by that point in time, uh, my son and my daughter. So just seeing families together was kind of like a heartwarming thing at that point in time. Had some ice cream from a Baskin Robbins, uh, which is something I hadn't done to that point in Japan. Um, you know, had my curry that I was looking to and went to uh, one of the music stores that was in the mall. And they always have uh, K-pop albums uh, there. And it seems like every time I end up there, I don't know if it's a summer sale or if it, they just always have some sort of sale going on these items. But they're a good like 20 or 30% less uh, than I normally can get them. And I'm not paying shipping. So always a win. So I picked up my albums from Twice, one of the, my K-pop groups that I like. And it's about that time that I grabbed my dad uh, golf balls uh, from Japan, kind of finished up that last minute uh, things that I needed. And I'm like, okay, um, I'm ready to head back. Um, some things are beginning to close down. So I go outside fully expecting to be able to go up to a taxi and show them the spot and the address on Google Maps and to be able to get myself there. Now, let's jump back just a moment. Before I left on this trip, I already had a battery pack. But at that point in the trip, I had been carrying things around with me constantly, 
constantly. I had a fully charged phone and I was like, you know what I want to do? Not carry around a bunch of things with me. So I left it back at the hotel. Let me just tell you right now, if that ever crosses your mind when you're on vacation, nip it in the bud, think of me and just bring it with you. It's really not that much and it'll save you my experience that I had. As it turns out, I could not get any taxi driver to take me back to the hotel I was staying at. And I don't blame anyone for that. I'm not holding anybody accountable. I'm not saying, man, this is like the worst thing that's ever happened to me in the whole night. No, 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 no. Truly, when you look at this map, there's nothing around this hotel. And it is not a hotel that was currently had been open for any length of time. This gentleman was in the process of renovating and trying to post to Airbnb. So as far as anyone in that area would know, there's this foreigner that they can't speak well to who's asking to go up into this area that looks like nothing is there. And I'm sure they were really just concerned of not being able to communicate with me and what's going to happen if we get to where obviously I shouldn't be going. And they can't calm me down or get me in the right area. So I was politely turned down again and again. And it became pretty clear that I wasn't going to be getting a taxi uh, back. And um, at that point in time, um, the gentleman that I was trying to get a hold of through the Airbnb was not picking up uh, his cell phone. Couldn't get a hold of him, couldn't ask for him to send a cab, just nothing. So what's left to do? Well, <laughs> it was starting to walk because I needed to get back to my hotel room, needed to get back to all my things. I have my flight uh, the following day that I'm leaving out to. And it wasn't, um, you know, dark yet, wasn't things that's here, but it was a bit of a jaunt like it was quite a bit of a walk didn't look like that way on the map but let me tell you it definitely was so I began um, again with a fairly full uh, cell phone battery at that time using it to guide myself on the way back and I am walking through fields like farm fields and I'm walking past and I'm walking through like these neighborhoods or someone's backyard and like I'm walking on like streets that I don't think had been used in a while or like one lane that was shared for both directions and just getting further and further removed from the city and more and more into nature. And my battery began to become a big concern for myself because I saw it going down and down and I am one that gets made fun of by my kids for charging their battery when it's like 70%. I start having like a panic attack. Um, but it was down to like 20 and 15 and it's red. And I'm like, I need to get back to this hotel. The only way that I can navigate to get myself back is to get back to an area that I recognize. And the way I was walking was the shortest, but it was not the way the taxi took me. Probably, again, one of multiple bad choices that I made at that point in time. But it was getting dark and I had to use my flashlight's light to help get me through different areas. Because, again, really what was being given to me was not a real path of like walking through. 
So eventually, luckily, I mean, I'm talking to you now. You know I made it. But I finally get back to the one street that kind of leads to and up to the hotel that I was staying at when my phone just completely dies. And it is dark. And I am walking through. There's no street lights. There's no nothing. And the one thing I clearly remember is that there's this huge round mirror on this one turn of the mountain that you're going up that let cars know someone was there because the street was, again, wide enough for a car. So not like enough for me and a car to share. So I'm paranoid that, like, someone's not going to see me again pitch black uh you know where we're going but fortunately enough i am able to find my way back to my um, hotel i'm able to get inside and at that point in time um i was just happy to be back uh just so happy to be back and, and to at least gotten for as far as long as i'd had now if i had my battery pack with me I could have used that flashlight way more or been way less uh, stressed about getting to where I need to. So please, please, please buy one, buy two. The one that I have is 15,000 MAH. And I know that they cap uh, some uh, travel agencies or things like uh, airlines cap it at a certain um, size. But I've never had anyone flip over that battery pack and look at it and some of them don't even have how many mah there are on it but have two like like just in case um one gets bumped or just anything that's here uh just take it with you and save yourself uh you know the worry that you're gonna make it back and be seen by anyone ever again uh the other thing is look at the reviews I was under that like fairy tale setting that every place I've ever stayed in Japan had been wonderful or at least to the point of just being very bearable. Like I may have been able to reach out and touch both sides of a room I stayed in or my part of my legs and feet would have hung off the bed that I was in. But I never worried about my safety and I never worried about bugs crawling over me or sleeping with mold um, or trying to figure out what different stains were like. Never a concern. So please, please, please check out those reviews and um, really uh, look to go to a place that you can see that there's some people that are on. And if it's new, um, have a backup plan just in case uh, so you don't get stuck up, uh, you know, how I did. The other thing that I would say is, um, and this was available through uh, Best Buy. Uh, dot com, but I'm sure you can find one on Amazon or other places that you're looking for, is a Charge Hub uh, USB supercharger. And what it is, is um, you're able to take up one outlet, plug it into the wall, and then from that, you're able to plug in all of your cables for your phones, iPads, uh, tablets, whatever it is that's on here, my headphones, and plug it into one thing because one thing that I will say is sometimes some of the places you stay to are using so many of the outlets for different things that you have just one. And if you're staying with somebody or somebody's with you or even if you plan on going with more than just your phone, having that in your backpack that you're ready to go to is huge and um, you're just able to easily charge your battery packs that you're bringing with you because you're going to set a reminder to get one. But pause it now. Just go ahead and buy it, please. Come back to me. Um, but 
charge those battery packs, charge that phone, charge your headphones, charge the things that you have, and just go from there. Okay? Thank you. So we will continue adding additional things over time, but I'd like to get into our uh, Lost Without Moments section again and kind of um, just talk about a couple different sites that I go to for news on Japan. So one of those is Japan Today. Another is Nippon.com. The Japan Times. Mainchi.jp. The Ashai.com. News on Japan, and for fun, Sora News 24 are just kind of a few. So if you'd like to begin kind of immersing yourself in some things in Japan, kind of know what's going on, just having some fun looking at some things beforehand, and Sora News is always so much entertainment. It's not always uh, what I would consider real news, but it always makes me smile most of the time. So one of my happiest finds... Uh, of recent any trip that I've tried to go through has come from a hotel that I ended up booking for next summer. And let me just tell you, if I'm unable to go, I'm going to be crushed. Let me tell you. One thing I love to do is plan a trip. And I got to tell you that planning a trip, for me at least, is almost as much fun as being on it. Looking for different hotels, looking for Airbnb places, looking to see if I can stay in someone's apartment, seeing what's around it, um, watching videos on YouTube for like walking um, in uh, Tokyo or Osaka, seeing what's around those areas, going into Google Maps and getting a street view, and then kind of turning left, where's the Lawson's, what restaurants are nearby. Like seriously, I love doing that so very much. And it's because I kind of make that a weekly occurrence that I ended up finding a hotel um, with my uh, travel buddy. And we are going to be staying at probably the nicest hotel that I've stayed at in Japan that wasn't paid for me as part of the Fulbright experience back in 2004. And... The room that we found, um, we're going to have three separate rooms. And let me tell you, if you're traveling with someone else or a group, there are some times during the trip, it's nice to all be together. But let me tell you, if it's two weeks, if it's three weeks, you're going to want some time to yourself. So whenever you can find a great deal that gives you this, especially Tokyo, don't pass go. Don't collect $200. Book it. Let me tell you, book it. The place that we found is normally $3,400 US for three rooms for six nights. Right now, uh, because of the sale they're running and booking promotions and things that are going on, those three rooms for Tokyo on a river with a great view was like $950 total, taxes, everything. And let me tell you, this view on the 11th floor of the hotel, like, oh my gosh, like this is totally gonna be where my son and my buddy Josh and myself are gonna be hanging out at night before we just kind of depart to our own rooms or walking and exploring our own things. And these beds that are in the rooms 
are normal sized beds. And that's just a huge thing. <laughs> you may laugh now, like, what is he talking about? Please, let me tell you. Being in Japan versus being here, finding a bed that's larger oh, is such a luxury and one that I knew that I wasn't going to pass up. So the hotel in question is the Hotel Amanek in Asakusuga. Asu- oh, it's already late. Asakusa in Ikimi in Tokyo. And the site itself is on my Instagram page. So if you go to Lost Without Japan, one of the pictures that's up there is an, the amazing view of the hotel itself. And it has the link for the hotel. And I checked again today. And those prices are currently still available. And again, this is the... I'm recording today on Halloween. So I'm hoping that when this posts tomorrow, that those deals will still be available for you, if not for the next coming weeks or so. Even if it's not available, check it out. It is worth it, even at the larger pricing. But for us to have those hotel rooms that are here for all of us, oh, I couldn't have been happier. Like 330 you know, bucks a person for six nights. Uh, yeah, we're going to all have our own rooms and we're going to be enjoying it so much. But let me tell you... Um, Doing those searches for me is what helps keep me motivated because it's really easy to uh, even today drop my daughter off to go to her friends for Halloween for them to go trick or treating together. And I'm so happy that she's still doing it in uh, junior high and um, was driving back home like so easy for me to say, you know what? Sounds great right now. Just a mocha hot coffee with whipped cream. And uh, had that very real thought of like, do I stop? Do I not? Do I stop? And you know what? I kept going and ended up going home and having a little bit of hot cocoa that I have <laughs> that's that's here. Not quite the same, uh, but it was already paid for. So that's good. And like I said, do I cut out everything ever? No, no, definitely not. But When you are searching and you're making that dream of yours become even more real because you're looking for places to stay, you're doing a Google map walk, you're on YouTube looking at people that are there that are giving recommendations, this trip is going to become real. And when you start thinking that that $5, $6 coffee itself, even if you do that once a week, is 24 bucks and over the course of the year, is over $240 of just money that you could, um, you know, put towards something else. You know, you start putting some of that aside. And yeah, you're going to have times that you're going to go. But I'm telling you, um, doing these searches, if you're going to be traveling with a friend, get together. One of my favorite things that I'm doing right now is that every other week, my buddy Josh and I, and then my son joins us at times too, just literally sits there and starts searching the areas we're in. One of the things that I'm most excited for on our return trip is there's a brewery in Kyoto that is on the river. So, On one of the rivers there, we can go out the back of this place, have a beer, sit down, watch the sunset, and have a beer, listening to the water go by in Kyoto. Like, if that's not a loss without moment, I don't know what is. Just going to be simply amazing. 
So finding those things, finding those moments, finding those reasons for you to keep on saving and keep on going, for you to put those reminders in your phone to purchase those bamboo socks or undergarments. Let's keep it going for you. Let's build those dreams. And I truly look forward to talking to you again um, real soon. So please give a follow, a like, a comment on your favorite streaming service. For updates on the show, feel free to give a follow on Instagram at Lost Without Japan or visit lostwithoutjapan.lipson.com. If you'd like to reach out to me directly, feel free anytime to reach out to me at lostwithoutjapan at gmail.com. Look for the next episode to arrive in about two weeks and have our adventure continue together as we continue our discussion about getting you to Japan and start making your own Lost Without Japan moments in episode six. And truly, just saying that is already a big deal for me and that we are continuing this together, beginning to build this relationship together, but that there's already a six episode that'll be on its way. So I look forward to continue building memories with you and supporting each other. So on behalf of our Lost Without Japan and entire crew, I'd like to thank you for joining us on this trip. And we're looking so forward to seeing you on board again in the very near future. To everyone out there, Oginki Day, please stay well. Thank you. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the K-Pop Kimchi Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Turner, with my co-host, Paul Grella, Brian Limper. And when you need a break from planning your upcoming trip or maybe even your first trip to Japan, be sure to come check us out on the K-Pop Kimchi Podcast, your number one source for all things K-Pop related.